Welcome back to the Penguin Life Podcast. We are your girls, Ken and Mo. And we are back with another episode. This week's episode is going to look a little bit different. And baby, tell me why it's going to look different. It's going to look different because why? We are doing this special episode because we were contacted by Qpocadex. Okay? That's right. What is that? Who is that? P O C O D X on Instagram. Yes. Qpocadex. What is that? Qpocadex is queer people of color. Rolodex. Okay? Pretty much. And this is for. Virtual Pride 2020. Because let's face it, with, with Rona outside, ain't nobody going to damn Piedmont Park, right? Well, you know, you might have some crazy ass people. But not too many people will be going to Piedmont Park to celebrate Pride this year. So, Cupacadex made a way for many creatives to basically get themselves out there. LGBTQ, queer people of color from all walks of life, whatever your journey is, they've developed a system to where we could share ourselves with everybody. Exactly. So as podcasters, we wanted to put together an episode that kind of lets you know that, or rather how a couple, Mary and all that have been handling this new climate of being in the house. Like, Mm -hmm. You know, you get married, you say until death do you part, but that's until coronavirus hit yeah. and puts you in the house together. And y'all ready to just take each other's jugulars out. How can y'all survive this without going that far? So that is all that this episode will be talking about. We will be talking about indoor dates. We're going to be talking about how to keep things balanced, how you practice your self-care, how your partner practices their self-care, what it looks like if one of you is not working mm-hmm. and the other one is, you right. know, that could be a little bit of a strain on a relationship um, if it's not talked about and really discussed. Correct. And what else, babe? It's like when you're put in situations like that, no one ever expects that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. The coronavirus basically pushed everybody into an an uncomfortable situation with their partners, with their families, which required them to actually start to do things that they never thought they had to do, things that they probably never even thought about. How to manage your relationship through this. Because keep in mind, in a relationship, you've got different emotions, different feelings surrounding things. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a whole different body a whole different person that's going through this too. Who knows how they're handling it? So Yeah, you have different ways that you handle stressful situations. And being told that you have to stay in the house, regardless of whether you're an introvert, extrovert, in between, I kind of like people, I kind of don't, you know, regardless of what, (laughs) regardless of where you stand on that, being told that you need to stay in the house for your safety. It's like, whoa, hold it's up. It's a total different situation. Because nobody want to be told. Nobody, nobody, nobody wants, to be, wants told. to be told that I can't go out and people watch or I can't go, you know, grab my favorite food and, you know, sit outside and enjoy some sunlight. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to be told that. So this episode is going to be dedicated to all that and then some. Yes. So definitely stay tuned and kind of, you know, 
we're here to relate. We're here to release. We're here to talk about those things that, you know, maybe you and your partner haven't really talked about because maybe y'all not talking right now because you're tired of seeing their face. <laughs> and, you know, you kind of like, know y'all out there. We know it. We honestly, we know that that exists because, whew, we've been through some things in this household. It's been, it's been, it's been rough. You know, it's been rough, but it's been real. Yeah, it, it ain't been as bad as I'm sure it's not a bad. lot of people <laughs> have been through. Like, we just exaggerating in our voices, making it seem like it was bad. I but mean, it wasn't bad. me personally, I'm going to speak for me. I like the people watch. I like to go outside. I like to get some fresh air. You know, I'm that kind of girl that take me to dinner and we sit on the balcony outside. You know, I'm her. And I haven't been able to be her because, you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to be sick. I can't do that. So, um, I don't mind staying at the house. Like, I'm like an in-betweener. Like, I enjoy being a homebody because all my shit's here. Why wouldn't I want to? <laughs> Why wouldn't I want to stay here? I mean, I got my video games. I got my wife. I got TVs. I got my my music room. I got everything I absolutely need. Two yeah, dogs. So, that's going to drive you crazy. So why would I want to go anywhere? But I do have my social side when she decides to come out. That wants to go out. People watch. Just just go walking down the street. Just minding my damn business. Sometimes I could be an in, uh, introvert outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be walking. I don't, I don't know who you are neighbor from around the way. Just I don't really want to talk to you. I just but wanna, it's, it's you know refreshing to be able to see you. Right. It's just like seeing that. another person outside of our walls in this house. So, you know, it's it's been a it's been a, a, a new ever changing, developing type of journey to maneuver through. It's like so. every single day is a evolutionary phase for everybody. It is. It is. It's like you get to just a different place and mm-hmm. a different space and you know some days you wake up and you feel great and other days you wake up and you like this house again? <laughs> you know it, you go through those emotions and you go through those feelings so we are going to talk about all that and break it all down and you know we just want y'all to know that we here for y'all. We hear y'all and you're not in this pandemic alone. You are not. You're 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 not in this space where you're limited mm-hmm. and you're just trying to figure it out how to how to maneuver it. So, so we're gonna start off with number one. What the quarantine looked like to each of us, right? My perspective and my wife's perspective are totally different. So, baby, I'm gonna kick it to you first and see what has. 2020 coronavirus look like for you 2020 coronavirus can suck my uh-uh-uh. i got you okay <laughs> so i mean the thing about it i i always try to think of like worst case scenarios with just being alive period um so when coronavirus hit, it was kind of like, okay, I I was really concerned about our jobs Mm -hmm. um, together, how things are going to look like when it comes to making sure that we're able to provide for ourselves and, you know, making sure that we have what we needed and all that stuff. So I had, I I can't lie, I had a lot of concern Mm -hmm. and a lot of worries surrounding a lot of things because when it hit, it just, it was already, I was hearing about it. But it wasn't like pushed like it is now. Like it's out of control. 
So during the beginning phases of us really hearing about it and what it's been doing and the climbing, you know, numbers of people who are getting it and, you know, being hospitalized and, you know, passing and things like that. It was like I was in go mode trying to make sure that me and my wife had everything that we needed and my my parents, my my siblings, everybody had what they needed. So it's like I was just overcome with making I was in protective mode, really protective mode. I didn't want my wife going nowhere. I was like, look, what you need to get if if we got to get, you know, masks, if I got to wrap T-shirts around your face, if I got to do, you know, get trash bags to put on our hands. That Whatever happened. the case may be, get some Walmart bags, you know, the thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you bags, the plastic you get from the little, nah. but I was down to do whatever it took to take care of me and mine. And it was just, I didn't know what to expect. It was unpredictable. You know, I, I just really didn't know what to do <laughs> except going to protective mode for real. Yeah. What about so, you? So for me, um, it was a little bit nerve wracking and I can honestly say that I'm a person who deals with like anxiety and so not diagnosed of course because you know I, I know me and I know when I'm anxious and I know what's going on and I know when I need to take a step back and you know I need to regroup but this whole situation has had me like on pins and needles because when it came to work, I didn't know what was going to happen. I felt uneasy about going to work because I'm putting myself out in the climate where this virus that we know so little about is, you know, spreading so vastly. But then at the same time, I knew that I needed to still work to provide because outside of just us here in this unit, we also have a child that we provide for in another state. And, you know, making sure that what that's going to look like for him is school going to be closed. Um, you know, how is he going to finish out the year? What is it going to look like for our summer? Because he's was due to come here for the mm-hmm. summer, you know? So what is all this going to look like once so many details start to come into place is what was going through my head. Am I going to be going to work? Are we going to be closing? Because I do work, you know, in a medical facility, but we're considered to be essential care, but we had to find a way to be essential, if that makes sense. We're not like hospitals, but we are your optometrists who make sure that you can see and nothing's going on in the eyes, no infections and things like that. So it's very essential to have us there, but in what capacity or how will we function with the new standards and protocols and rules. So I, like millions of other Americans, ended up on the other side of being furloughed until they figured out how to bring us back in a healthy way. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but let's just say that that furlough life was, it was a lot. (laughs) It it was a lot, but you know what? We got the light change. We did, we did did that, we did that. And the reason why I say we got through it champs is because when when she was faced with that approaching that time rather when she was still working and things like that there were things put in place to where okay well um put gates up and you know don't really show that you know there's access to the building to prevent you know un- just people just out and about wanting to be out mm-hmm. walking into your office coughing and sneezing and touching on everything and not doing anything they really have no business there right and so while her office was functioning like that and then you know I'm still going into work 
and you know she calls me and she tells me you know or she texts me rather so i'm furloughed you know right now so i i don't really know what's gonna happen i don't know what's going on um there's some things i still need to do and until it was just she took care of everything and bam her furlough that was it she had no communication with work so for me inside i'm like oh shit. I'm freaking the hell out. Cause I'm like, okay, so protective mode, this is what I need to do. So in, in my way, in, in my mind, I'm feeling like, okay, she's furloughed. I have to make this feel what I, yeah, basically <laughs> normal. But it's like, I have to be calm and collected for her because this isn't normal for her. No. She's going through this. You know what I'm saying? And then I know me, my anxiety, I would have been, a total wreck even with me trying to function and figure things out i would have been it would have been bad but she held her head high you know she was still functioning she was you know doing everything she wanted to do she started to take her own life you know um in her own hands meaning she started to develop her other skills that she all these dreams that she's had in the past she finally had an opportunity to take advantage of it, and that she did. Became a certified she life coach. She was a certified life coach, yes. you know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's something that she's always wanted to do since before she and I met. And that was something that she kept talking about when she and I met. And I, and I, I thought that was, like, a really interesting thing to find out about her. So I wanted her to definitely take care of that. So if that's something that she wanted to do, I was going to support it. I would handle everything in this house that I possibly could, which I did, so she could just focus on developing her skills. You held it skill. down, baby. You held it down, and 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 I can never take that away from my wife. Like when I tell you that I had not a worry or care, I didn't think that the lights was gonna get shut off. I didn't think that the air was not gonna be working. I didn't think that I wasn't gonna have no stove to cook on. Like all of the foundation of this house still ran as if it was two people working, and for that. I love you. I love you. For real. Like, you my person. And I, I, I yeah, for real. I did good, job. <laughs> <laughs> she, she did amazing. Like, you know, everything still functioned. Groceries were in the house. The dogs were taken care of. Our son was taken care of. There was not a need for anything. It was just really internally me processing not having something to do every single day. Right. Because I started working... At 16, like a lot of people that I know. And you talking about 16 years later, you can't work. You're not in control of your money. You know, your money flow is contingent upon someone else or something else. Mm -hmm. That's not a normal thing or a normal occurrence for me. So it was a lot to process and it was a lot to really, you know, take in and digress and, and digest rather, because it just was an unknown that loomed over me. Some people say, oh, I'm furloughed. That's a vacation. You said vacation? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I've been waiting for. Well, I, they man. said furlough to me and it sounded like unforeseen circumstances going forward. I don't know when I'm going to go back to work. I don't know when I'm going to be able to start making my money again. Because for me, I rather count on constant money that I worked hard for versus inconsistent money that the government may or may Correct. not give me. Correct. And that's where a lot of people get things mixed up. Yes, it is help and it is offered to you. 
However, it's not something that you should strive for and want to maintain if you have the ability to get back in the game and start recouping and making your own money. Absolutely. And like we talked about, you know, pouring into a new business, you know, Les Love Coaching is not going to grow itself. Correct. <laughs> it's going to take work for me and work for my wife in order to build that. And it's not going to, you know, it's just not going to get up off the ground how I want it to if right. I'm if I'm sitting at home. So, right. you know, while doing that, it, it, it opened my eyes in a lot of different ways to, you know, how dependent I became to being an independent woman. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got to be I have to be her. I can't I just can't be any other way. So. It definitely looked a lot different mm -hmm. for um, both of us. You know, Mo mm -hmm. stayed working the entire time. I was a nervous wreck when she would go out the house. Like, do you have your mask? Did you take your vitamins? Did you take your probiotic? Like, I need to make sure you have everything. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that internally you are protected because whatever comes this way, we rebuking that, period. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. <laughs> no, but, um, and one thing... That is, I work in the, you know, finance, financial industry, the banking industry, and um, I am a stickler for making sure our rainy day doesn't necessarily have to feel like it. Correct. So when this pandemic happened, I had already started to develop an even better strategy for our household um savings plan individually and together because we both have a, a, a end goal together and we have our individual goals right so i had to sit this one down because amazon be taking over the chick's wallet i'm a celebrity and i <laughs> had to have her sit down and really think about Yes, Amazon's got all these things that we could buy, all these things that we want, and some of the things that we need. Yes, but at the same time, let's let's reel this back in. With me still working, I wanted to make sure that her savings plan was still in full effect. So when I got paid, she got paid. Period. That's just that's just period. So whatever after bills are paid and everything, of course, I pay myself first. That means putting money into your savings accounts, uh, uh, investments, retirements, whatever that you're able to make deposits and contributions to. I was doing that. That's your financial advisor And right of course, within, you know, federal reasons and things to make sure I complied with that. But with her, I wanted to make sure that her savings plans did not stop either. So even though she didn't have, you know, her actual income coming in and she, you know, was getting, you know, unemployment and things like that, I still said, look, you don't have to worry about anything in this house. The only thing I want you to worry about is saving because with you and you having this business, you have to have some type of cushion for some additional things that you may have to come out of pocket for, period. And you want to have things also set aside for, you know, just to have as a just in case. So she's winning. When I brought money home, if I had some extra, it went to her. It went straight into her account. And I said, baby, put it there. You know what to do. And winning. since then, that's how it's been rolling. And now that she's back working, I have not stopped that either. There's a certain goal that she wants to reach. And I want to help her do that if I'm able. And she knows that. Period. 
So one thing I can say during quarantine, if you are able, okay, really start to think about your savings plans for, you know, unforeseen situations, unforeseen events like this, where one or two of you may not be bringing in the money that you once were, try to throw some to the side if you can. I know many people have children. You know, it can, it's very hard, especially when you have young children, babies even, that you have to buy specific things for mm-hmm. that, you know, cost a lot of money. You have to develop a budget for yourself. Sometimes you just have to not go on Amazon and go to the malls and, you know, ordering all these things that you Stop want to get Amazon a bad rap. Before <laughs> this happened, now you have to scale it back and really conserve. Okay? So... Off of my financial little tirade, but still. And your soapbox that you were standing on. But still, <laughs> you have to make sure your household is okay. It's the best now and can be good no matter the climate and how Correct. it changes. That's the bottom Correct. line. The bottom line is when it comes to that money, make sure that you have a backup plan because unforeseen circumstances can happen at any given time. Yes. And we're seeing what coronavirus is doing right now in the earlier parts of the year. But who's to say what this is going to look like when fall and wintertime kick into gear? Flu season. And flu season look like coronavirus. And it's all kind of the same. And you don't really know what's going on. And until there's something you know out there to really combat this virus and the fact that you can get it once and then it is no no science that says you can't get it again Correct. you know it's really just all in the essence of being careful mm-hmm. and that's really the the main takeaway from what we were just saying be smart about your money mm-hmm. and be careful about you know how you handle your body in this pandemic stay as healthy as you can because that is your best defense against this oh, virus yeah, yeah. so and it's like we talked about how it was before. How are we doing now? Like, well, and with the world opening back up. Um, so the world is open, but my house is not. Um, <laughs> period. I'm not even about to waver for that. Um, so we go to our local places, you know, grocery store. We went to go, she went, well, I bought me a pair of shoes today. Love you, mean it. We wore masks. Um, and we're back in the house. And you know what pissed me off? I'm going to tell y'all something. We went into that dang okay. place <laughs> to buy these shoes. And all these people was in there. I walked in with a guy who had a mask on. I was like, all right, brother. I see you. And then a whole family then walked up in there. None of them were wearing masks. They got kids running around touching stuff with their little gangly little hands. And ain't Dang nobody wearing a mask. They just talking all in, not social distancing at all. And I'm just like, you know what? Wherever they are, I don't want no parts. We just gonna go over there. We're gonna be over there. And we gonna wait. And then if they do leave, we gonna give it some time for their saliva to fall out of the air and hit the carpet. And then we'll go visit that side of the store. But I was not having, I was just like, come on, y'all. Like, but that's the climate that we're in. And that <sighs> is why our house is still closed. Our house is not open for visitors. Our house is not open for anybody that is not practicing social distancing. We're not, we're like, we love you, mean it, but we're not, 
we not <laughs> we're not doing that here. We ain't. Um. So while the rest of Atlanta, Georgia, is opening up, and Georgia in its entirety, you know, come June first, a lot of places are starting to do dining services and mm-hmm. you know things of that nature. And I would just take a moment to be transparent here. When it comes to dining in somewhere, eating at a nice restaurant, you know, one of my favorites is Olive Garden. I love their salad and breadsticks. Ooh, extra cheese. Ooh, okay. If I have to go to Olive Garden and see like red tape or yellow tape or blue tape, whatever color tape they put on the booths to separate me and another party, that's already ruined my appetite because I didn't go there to feel like I'm confined. I'm already confined in my house. So I didn't go there to feel like I'm confined to one space. And while I respect them respecting social distancing, I might as well stay home. It's how I see it. Or order to go and eat at home where I can eat on the couch or the dining room table or the bar over there at my, you know, wherever. Because if I have to be confined or limited in any way, what am I really going out for? Exactly. So I just can't see us going anywhere and sitting down and and eating anything because me it's like I'm so OCD with stuff I'll start to feel like I'm seeing COVID-19 floating through the air you know what I'm saying I'll just you know be all nervous and looking it's like every time somebody opens their mouth you know sometimes when you watch cartoons when they zone in on microscopic shit that's what I feel like I'll be looking at and I'm gonna freak myself out so no anytime Somebody opens their mouth. I'm just gonna be looking like that's too much. I can't. I didn't say. I, but t- but that's me though. That's You're me. Right. I, I grew up in a house with a mother who swore by bleach. Bleach. If it bleach don't kill it, then nothing will, and that's it. So if I, I just can't do it, so I'd rather just get things to go, bring it home. We want a candlelight dinner. We got tons of candles in this house. We're going to make it happen. We're going to dress up. I will put, you know, a nice tablecloth. I will set the ambiance. Well, now that you've dropped into our next point. I'm just saying. She's dropped into our next point. I'm sorry, y'all. Of the episode, which is getting into maintaining the spice in your relationship, even though you're quarantined. Okay. So inside of this quarantine, we've had Mo's birthday. We've, what else have we celebrated? It was just your birthday, right? Mother's Day. Oh, Mother's Day. How could I forget that? Which was awesome and amazing because we took a trip to Maryland, but we'll get there. My mom's birthday. My mother-in-law's birthday. Um, You know, we just kind of had to do things different. And for all those that are celebrating birthdays, have celebrated birthday, happy birthday to you, Queen. Happy birthday. And I know that it doesn't look like what you want it to look like or how you envisioned your birthday being. But guess what? You coronavirus free and you here for the good fight. So it's okay. And when, when we do get to a place where you could go outside and be around people, live your best life. Live sis. your best damn whole ass life. Live your best okay? life. Live your best life. Mm-hmm. But um, we had to do things a little bit different. And, you know, I was just kind of getting tired of seeing dinner the same way. Because with me being furloughed, baby, <laughs> I was in the house cooking. I was cooking like, you know, 
I, I was cooking for an entire family essentially. And we were having dinner, fresh dinner every night because cooking makes me happy. So it was, and I love you for every bit of food. It was kind of like an escape. It was kind of like an escape Ooh. from my everyday reality. Mm. So if I went to the grocery store, I'm getting some fresh produce to put a meal together. And I was just like, you know what? Let's have a date night in the house. Like let's get dressed up or you go to work kind of a little more dressier, you know what I'm saying, than normal. So when it come, when you come home, it'll be like we met at a restaurant together, set the mood with the candles, dinner on the table, and just tune out the world and tune into each other. And that is what we did. And we've been doing that for date nights on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing that for the past few weeks. And it's been going good. Like it's it's given us a sense of normalcy a little yes. bit because you can still be romantic in this climate. You, you know, you can still you have that spark and that flame between you and your partner, even with, you know, everything that's going on and how stressful things can be. That's your moment to de-stress and do it together. Tune into each other. What what this pandemic has done for us and for you know a few of our friends it's it's opened their eyes up more to their partner and yeah. that means it made them pay more attention right to what's going on work here keeps you busy. what's going on in here you know how they're feeling at every moment in time making sure that the health is good all of that because any even if they're feeling stressed out or depressed that's a health concern so you want to make sure that your partner is it's okay good. and yeah. that they're good. So it, it has forced many of us to really pay more attention. And to have to that conversation because sometimes it's Open not easy. Up. Yeah, sometimes it's not easy to, you know, say, hey, babe, you know, today is a kind of a rough day for me. You know, mentally I'm I'm here, but I'm not. I'm not coping well. You know what I'm saying? Some people just don't have that ability to be that kind of level of transparency. And this has made you want to do that because you can't hide behind anything. You can't hide behind projects at work. You can't hide behind deadlines. You know, you can't hide behind outings with your friends or family or whatever. It's really just you, you and your face partner. To face and so with you're faced everything. With, exactly. You're faced with your truest emotions. Mm-hmm. And if you don't open up to your partner, now is the time to do that. Because right. when it's not their fault, meaning today's just not a good day. Say that. Don't have them believing that it's about them or it's about you guys. It's just you internally and how you're feeling with the climate that we're living in. And it's okay mm-hmm. to be honest and say, today's just not a it's good not day. Good. I'm mentally, you know, drained. Like this this in the house thing, it was cool at first, but I, I just can't see how I, I can handle it. I'm and not doing too well. It's, it's like you Having that open dialogue, man, you you just don't know what you can uncover. Mm-hmm. You you may not know what your partner's going through. You know what I'm saying? Both of y'all are individuals. You both have things that are swimming around in your head that just looks like, I, I don't know what I can do. I don't know what I'm going to do. But have you talked to your partner? Have mm-hmm. you tried to talk to your partner for real, for real? Right. It's, it, with the fact that many of us are stuck in the house for real, the only other place that you've seen is maybe your front door, maybe the your mailbox, the, the grocery store. store. But other than that, it can get a little monotonous. Monotonous, and it can be daunting. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people just don't—they don't know how to 
address their feelings. They don't know how to talk about it. They don't know how to open up. And especially when you have a partner, somebody that you for real call your partner, they should be there for you to Correct. the best of their abilities and vice versa, 100%. So it's, you give them that ability, right? right? You have to give them that ability to be transparent so that they can help you. Mm-hmm. And so that they can, even if they don't have the right words or you know the Correct. right things to say, they at least know what you're going through and they're not in the dark. Right. The worst part of this could be leaving your partner in the dark when that's the person, the very person that you need. That you need. And like that, and I know, I know, I know, I know a lot of people now, they've broken up. They've yeah. split up. They've yeah. separated. Heard, since being back to work, I mean? I've heard a lot of different stories. There's a couple that I don't know personally, but I hope they make it through it. But they've decided to get a divorce. You know, being in the house together, some of the decisions that were made, you know, during the time of the pandemic and you know, one person basically said, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to talk to you about it. And it it affects the entire household. Mm-hmm. They're now wanting to call it quits. And, you know, they just hit a year of marriage. So I hope they make it through this situation. But this is the time to reflect on your why mm-hmm. and get back to that and realize that your partner is not against you. They're with you. Y'all Correct. on the same team, even if y'all don't agree on the same place. That's your person. You work it out. You work it out as a team. Correct. That's what you hear for. If you if you married somebody or if you are completely exclusive with somebody, that means that you choose this person to take you for the good, the bad, the ugly, the ugly, their faults and things like that. You're willing to put yourself in a situation that you're uncomfortable with. Right. Dealing with their differences. And working through that and see how y'all can come to a common ground. Everybody knows this. I mean, this isn't news, you know? Mm -hmm. But right now, it's really forcing that to be used, you know? And a lot of people don't see that. Many people don't see that. And it, it, it sucks when you do hear stories about, you know, new love going down the drain during, you know, this pandemic and is over some things that could have been talked through, Correct. could have been talked about, or if it was unsalvageable, something could have been done prior to, Correct. but it wasn't done. And it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. So we just hope that, you know, you guys take a look at your love, take a look at the circumstances surrounding you and this person's relationship. And before you decide to call it quits because of stress or, you know, things that are just too much or feel like they're too much. Take a step back and really evaluate the situation. Don't throw away a good thing because of something that's temporary. Mm-hmm. So now let, I'm just going to be honest. There have been times where I've come home, she's in a funk, and I'm already exhausted from work, but the first place I go to is to her. To make sure that she's good, she's okay, she's rested, she's eating, she's, you know, something. And when she's in a funk, she's not yelling, she's not screaming and hollering or nothing like that. But you can tell when a mood has shifted in the atmosphere, okay? (laughs) And there were plenty of times where I felt like that and I just, (sighs) okay, how am I going to approach this without being aggressive, without being you know, overbearing, 
How can I talk to this woman and let her know that I'm here? So sometimes if I know she's in a funk or she's voiced it to me, I'll just go to her, just hug her, and just stay there. Silent, that she is, because she knows I like quiet sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'll be like, well, baby, maybe you should meditate. Maybe you should take some time and, you know, just seclude yourself. I'll handle the animals. I'll handle the house. You have this entire space just to get yourself together. And if I didn't have the answers, perhaps she can find them inside of herself, but she may need that time to do that for real, for real, without the worries of everything else. So take whatever time you need. And then once she's done that, that, she's come back to herself, she still may be holding back a little bit because she's processing. And I get that. But I had to make sure you was good, man. Because there were some times where I'd just be like, you know what? (laughs) Let me just, I'm just, oh, I'm going to make friends next door. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, I know that, you know, I can be, I won't say a difficult person, but I do go into like a shutdown when I'm not feeling my best because I don't want to deflect what I feel onto the next person. And even though it feels like I'm withdrawing from you, I'm doing it to save you at the end of the day. I'm doing it to save you from my true feelings and my true emotions. And so that's just how I operate as a person. And, you know, Mo is kind of like, I know you're going through something, put it on me. I can handle it. We can handle it together. Let's hold it or carry the load together. And sometimes I'm kind of like a carry the load by myself kind of person. And um, we all are to an extent. Yeah, you know, we all are to an extent. And so, you know, when I don't want to share the load because I just don't feel like she deserves that. I don't feel like, you know, she deserves to carry my burdens of what I'm internally feeling that I've experienced through the day or, you know, whatever. I just you know, shut down, take my moment, meditate, run a bath, you know, things of that nature. And those are my friends. Those were my self-care routines during this time frame. And, you know, it, it really helped me to get through it because I needed to take that time out for me, even in the space that we shared together. And that's important because a lot of people tend to sometimes get lost in being one that they don't do things for themselves. Correct. And it's okay to be in love. It's okay to want to be up under your person. If you can handle it, stay in it. If you need a space or 2.5 for yourself, get that for yourself and don't feel selfish about doing it because it's what you have to do to stay a whole individual for your relationship. Correct. And, you know, she... Like her self-care, meditation, baths, candles, candles, visualization. Yeah. Me, my main one is watching brainless TV. Like Rick and Morty, Solar Opposites, any type of- Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers be making me hungry sometimes. And then Bob's Burgers make her want to have a turkey burger that- we don't have the ingredients for in the house and now she want to go to the grocery store at eight o'clock at night. No, we're not doing that. But it is my chill. Cause like, you know, coming home from work and things like that, I definitely want to be there for my wife. And then sometimes I just don't want to think about nothing. I just want to watch cartoons and just zone out, zone out. You know what I'm saying? Drink a little bit, do whatever else we do. You know what I'm saying? And, and just chill. Yeah. And you know, I enjoy a nice little bath. You know, 
every now and then, you know. <laughs> or if I really just am feeling super, super like aggressive, I'll go upstairs, go to the music room and start playing on my drums and just I won't stop till I'm completely sweated out of my shirt. Mm-hmm. I've got cuts on my hands, uh, calluses and everything. And then, <laughs> then I'm good. I got it all out of my system. So our self-care routines are a little different, yeah. but we respect them and we know when to give each other that space to do us, basically. Yeah, correct. Like, if I know that she's going upstairs to the music room to go play and lay out some energy, I'm going to just keep my distance and, you know, probably stay on the couch with the kids and, you know, just mind my business because that's not my business up there. My business is down here. <laughs> and so I, you know, I mind that because... I just, I just leave because it's very few times that she actually does step away to do that. Most of the time she rehearses while I'm like at work or something. Like it's a real reason why she's rehearsing because I'm, I'm probably not present. Most of the time she doesn't rehearse while I'm present, but I don't know why, because I give her the space to do that, but she would much rather just, you know, be loving. If you, if you're, (laughs) if you're meditating or if you're reading and you're upstairs, if you're anywhere upstairs, that room is like really. No, I'm not bombastic. talking about that. I'm talking about like when you come home, you would rather sit and chill with me than to go go practice. You literally Sometimes, go and practice because, because when I'm think at work. about it. Think about it. I come home from work. Sometimes I just need like a, a ten point five and yeah. just really chill. And by the time is we've chilled and re- like really unwind ourselves, you ain't got it in me. I ain't got it in me. So I here I am thinking this about me and really she just ain't got the energy. Bust my bubble. Anyway, <laughs> moving right along. So we talked about, you know, dealing with a spouse that's furloughed and what that looks like. We talked about self-care routines. We talked about, you know, planning for the unforeseeable future and, you know, how to pretty much do that in a healthy way and, you know, be prepared for the for things that you just never thought could happen. You know, I never in my lifetime thought that we'd be dealing with something close to the Spanish flu. Like, really? You learn about those things in history, but you don't think that history gonna repeat your, repeat itself in your lifetime. Like you'd be like, okay, this might happen to you know somebody else or it may not happen to this magnitude. But the fact that this happened to this magnitude, it has really, really, truly rocked the world in a different kind of way. And, you know, with everything that's going on, I think that this is the time to reflect. It's a time to plan and it's a time to build. Correct. You know, all those moments where if you are at home, think about your goals. Like Mo said, think about the things that are you're passionate about. Think about the things that, you know, you wanted to do, but then you got caught up working for a company and you like what you do, but you have aspirations to be your own boss one day. Mm-hmm. Be your own bosses. Like, do that. Plan for that. Even when you enter back into the workforce, never forget those dreams and those plans Correct. that you were working on while you were sitting at home on that downtime. Because that downtime can reapproach itself at any time, but you want to be prepared this time. Hello? I know somebody heard me. <laughs> businesses that are popping up like if you 
just look in your, well, if you're able to go out, look at your community. Mm-hmm. Look how many businesses are, are just popping out of nowhere. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And also and look then, at the need. Right. Look at Instagram. Look at all these social medias. You're going to see so many people started businesses for themselves. A lot of businesses that have that have started are COVID-19 related. You know how many people are making their own masks? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're making they're making coin right now. And not but for they're nothing. doing it to save people. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And that's a business that some might think, oh, it's only a business for now. But mm-hmm. you have no idea that's a business for later because yep. as doctors and hospitals and you know different little medical facilities, they need these type of products. That need is not going to go away. You don't know who's watching. And you don't know who's watching. And you don't know how creating a mask can grow into creating something else and then something else. And then you've discovered this whole new empire mm-hmm. that you started in before so many other people got onto it. So just, just watch those things and, and yeah. see and really tap into your levels of creativity. You don't know your levels until you're tested. And this is truly a test to see who will survive it. Mm-hmm. Really, really for real. Like who's going to be the most strong mentally, physically, and emotionally. And so that is why it's important to vibrate high and keep your mind sound because that's the only thing that's going to get us out of this. So that means take your 2.5. If you need please it. Absolutely. Take it. Really. For real. Tell, tell wifey. Check this out, girl. <laughs> Listen, home girl. I need some time. I need a, I need a moment. It's not you. It's me. Right. I want to be the best me for you. So I need time for me. Correct. Okay? Correct. And I'm going to come back and get you. And if you so, have a partner who's you know, furloughed, try to just be a listening ear for them and understand that it is difficult to sit at home. It is not easy for everybody right. to sit at home. For a lot of people, it's really mentally and emotionally taxing to be told to stay in this one space mm-hmm. because it's going to save your life. You battle with, okay, it's going to save my life. And uh, it's just a little outside ear. I'm not going to die from that. And so that's a lot, you know, mm-hmm. to be thinking about and dealing with. And also, if you're that partner that's at home and you got that partner that's still going to work, understand that they're putting their life on the line every single time they step out that door. Whether they're doing it in a safe matter or not, it still can be mental for them thinking, right. dang, I'm walking out in this atmosphere. Somebody might have it. This person might got it. I'm seeing this person. Like, you know, it's just a lot on everybody. And so I challenge all of us to be a little bit more gentle with your partner. Mm-hmm. Don't be so rough. You know what I'm saying? Don't be so harsh to be think. You've been sitting at home, man. You chilling. You good. Oh, you going to work? You get to go outside. I'm stuck in this house. It's you easy. You can't see it like that. To, it's easy to do that, but like that's that. not how it is. It's not it's how it is. It's a battle on both sides. It you is. You know what I'm saying? It is a mental battle, battle for me to go outside the house. I don't want to be out there with the Roman. She bad. She mean, and she, 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 she's a bitch. Okay? And... My wife, she didn't want to stay in the house. She didn't want to be confined. Nobody does for real. You know what I'm saying? So she's battling with that. I'm battling with, you know, going out. And then I'm battling with, okay, I got to make sure that I'm, you know, keep my wife protected 
when I come home. You know what I'm saying? I can't be all up on her in my work of the day clothes. I can't be all on her doing, you know, anything in whatever I had on or around me all day. I have to pretty much disinfect myself every time I come in the house. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And now that we're both back out the door. We both have to do it. So, but it's become the norm. Correct. It, It really has become the norm. Once you embrace it, it becomes your normal behavior. Taking your shoes off, untaking your clothes off before you even touch any of your food or anything in the kitchen for that matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it becomes your normal behavior to start to do those things. And I'm not really a fan of cooking with my clothes from the day anyway. But, you know, sometimes you just want to get in there and get it done. But coronavirus has forced us to slow down yes. because now you have to take these different steps to get all of the day washed off of you before you go into the kitchen or you go into your regular nightly routine. Correct. You know, it, it. you have to do all of that. And it's not a bad thing. You know, it's a good thing. It's a, it's the way to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. So sure enough is. we hope that, you know, you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope that you guys can find solace in some of the things that we were saying. You know, maybe some of the ideas, you know, those date nights indoors, painting sips, do, ooh, you know, those candlelit bubble baths amazing. together, you know, just create because, your own entertainment, man. Correct. Y'all because, are fun, I'm sure. Just because you in the house don't mean it has to be boring. Like, go get some, go get some popcorn kernels and the oil and create your own popcorn for the movie that y'all finna watch. We do it. We do it. You know, that's what it is. We want to go to the movies just like everybody else. But guess what? I got Prime, Hulu, Netflix. What else? What else you need? As long as you got the internet, you're winning. You're you're winning. So just be creative. Don't get so, you know, bogged down, stressed out, a little bummed out that, you know, we indoors. Make the best of being indoors mm-hmm. so that when the world opens back up, that bond that y'all have is airtight. 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 So what does that mean for everybody? It means communicate, effectively communicate, be compassionate towards one another, really try to understand one another without the attitudes, without the aggression. Try to hear both sides of the spectrum. Right. No, being selfish, this is not the time. It's not the time. It's not the time. It's not the time or the place, honestly. It isn't. You know what I'm saying? Make the best of what you have at home. You know what I'm saying? Try to seek additional emotional resources if you if you must. If you've got to call, what do they call them? Where you're not making an appointment, but you're talking to a nurse. Oh, tele, telemedicine. Yeah, telemedicine. If you're having like a mental breakdown and you need help, mm-hmm. whoever your your medical telemedicine, ser- telehealth, you know, is, services is, is yeah. reach out to them and see what what resources they have available for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you're not alone. You do have resources. Just communicate. Right. We yeah. we hope that you guys get something, love it, like, comment, share. And enjoy this yes. 2020 virtual pride experience. I know it's going to be one for the books. Yes. We thank Cupac Day. Yes, we thank you guys for allowing us to be a part of this journey Show. and getting our voices heard so that we can help the community not feel so alone during this time because yes. we all in this and it looks different for all of us, but mm. some things are very much the same. Correct. So please visit. The Instagram page at QPOC 
O-D-E-X. And you can follow us at the Penguin Life Podcast. We are Ken and Mo. Mm-hmm. And we are out. Peace. Peace. Oh, my hot. I bet. That's why I put this in the shot. Mm-hmm. 50 more minutes, I bet.